Everyone, my name is John Russos, and this is the 67th installment of the Monday Morning Commute, all brought to you by the Here's My Thing podcast. Today's episode is a fairy tale that takes place in Highland Park, California. Enjoy. Once upon a time, this guy threw on a Stussy windbreaker. He forgot he wasn't 18 and left his lanyard hanging in his front pocket. He looked till he's fresh. But it was mid-July in Highland Park. 87 degrees outside, getting into his Elantra and reading the dash. Apparently he was sitting in a mean 99. Wait. He's wearing pants. Black pants? That doesn't help anything besides hide the sweat in his inner thigh. This must be the punishment for putting his shower off until he finished that episode of Rick and Morty. It was rushed, making him dress under pressure, which led him thinking he could pull an entire outfit together with a windbreaker. He may have even forgot to apply deodorant. The only smart decision was the thin canvas vans that he slipped into, but that's only because they were the ones lying outside of the shoe wasteland that rested inside of his closet. He was on his way to pick up a girl he started seeing in late May, where most of their hangouts were impromptu, under the influence of very casual. This one was established a few days prior. He didn't text her asking if she was feeling in and out or if she wanted to come over after work. He sat himself on his bed, clicked her number in his phone, laid back, then rehearsed how the dialogue would go. His fan in motion, more moving hot air around than actually making a difference in his AC less home. I want to take you out on Tuesday. His Elantra smells like a cherry car scent that spent 30 seconds in the microwave. Not as much fruity, but now something like Robitussin. This girl regularly sported champion. She knew something he didn't. He thought Target sold that stuff. She had a collection of Jordans ten generations deep and wore fanny packs across her sternum. And most of the money that she got from her job at Finish Line went directly to seasonal supreme drops. Why she was still hanging out with him after he wore that mint green Lacoste shirt, he has no idea. But maybe this surf-turned-streetwear windbreaker would make up for past mistakes. He's trying to think of the right songs to play in their ride. She wasn't someone who banked on the real 92.3 for music. And kicking back to Quasimodo became her self-prescribed Xanax after a tough day. A month prior, she picked him up for a late-night boba run and was bumping Time, The Donor of the Heart by Jay Dilla. The last thing he wanted to do was Chance Trap Queen accidentally popping into the mix when things really called for Daniel Caesar. He'd never say no to Nelly, but he figured T-Pain was more of a talking point. He started to overthink things. The sweat began on his forearms by circumstance, but now a nervous sweat breaking out on his upper lip and forehead. Even the suavecito he fused into his hair wouldn't last under these conditions. He makes a safe, smart call. Double tapping out of Apple Music and opening up SoundCloud, in the search bar he types, Selection Radio Show 238, featuring Janae Aiko. He'd been here before. And if he timed everything right, she'd hop in the car as one of the Janet Jackson reworks came on. She'd appreciate that. He clicks play and mouths along with the intro. Future beats, eclectic soul, forgotten gems, and timeless sounds. All brought to you by Joe K. This is Selection Radio. He sends her the text that doesn't seem to age. I'm outside. The car now an icebox from the temperature dial being stationed all the way at thick blue. He turns it down to thin blue. He watches her push open the metal screen door. It was rusted over and probably provided its own score for door openings in horror films. And through the grates, he can see her talking to her family, thinking in his head what he wanted to hear. 
I'm going out. Yeah, the one I've been talking about. I don't know. I, I think he uses crest white strips. Okay, I'll ask. She flashed him a peace sign and raised her eyebrows once she hit the driveway. I'm getting in the car. Exchanging what's goods and hugging. He can smell the Garnier Fructis in her hair. She wore bubblegum lip gloss. Her black tube top exposing the Roman numeral tattoo she has running along her collarbone. The top is tucked into self-cut Wrangler shorts and brought together by Tory flip-flops. She's naturally tan, standing what he guessed 5'2", maybe 5'3". Makeup wasn't needed for her to drop jaws, but she likes to play with the wing-tipping eyeliner, which she sported this evening. Taking a black hairband and putting it in her mouth, she brings her hair up into a bun. I'm so pumped for... Wait, whoa. You have a tattoo behind your ear? He hadn't caught that before. Her hair was always down, even her the sex remained a secret. Not that he'd been looking for that. He was usually too busy doing long division to prevent an early stoppage. And scrunching her forehead through her teeth, she lets out, Yeah. And smiles after. Whenever she smiled, she showed two dimples on the left side of her cheek. It's as if Michelangelo had to even the playing field with this street-trendy pretty lady. And joke's on him. It's her imperfections that make her perfect. The tattoo looked like it was written in size 14 Apple Chancery font. What does it say? She takes her right hand from her head and brings it across her body, touching the tattoo as if to remind her what it was. Gorgeous. He asks, what blog did you get that from? She didn't like that. In response, not the one that said lanyards are cool. Well played. Everyone, I'm looking at the clock right now, and it is about that time. My name is John Russos. This has been the 67th installment of the Monday Morning Commute, all brought to you by the Here's My Thing podcast. Thank you for rocking with me. Until next time.